What's up, guys? I'm Coda. And I'm Niche. And this is Random Motherfucking Contacts. And if I sound weird, mind your business. I've been on NyQuil, DayQuil, Sudafed, all, all the, the shit. Quills. All the quills. All the eds. Okay, <laughs> hold on. That sounded weird. I know someone named Quill, and my grandpa's name is Ed, and I'm not okay with what I just said. I take it all back. <laughs> I just don't feel good. Damn, buddy. How are you? Uh, I'm glad the holidays are over. No, the fuck they're not, bitch. My birthday's least, coming up. At least fucking <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. At least Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was pretty chill this year for us. Happy to... Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy thanks happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy colonizer day. Yeah. I said that's my grandpa and he was like, Jay, that's Christ. <laughs> Enjoy your pie, old man. <laughs> I did have a lot of good food. I went to three different dinners. We should do a Friendsgiving next year. I'm down. No, I was like really thinking about that. I'm so down. Definitely let's do a Friendsgiving next year because I feel like that would be a lot of fun. And I want to smoke a turkey. Absolutely. I want to <laughs> smoke a turkey. I want to fry a turkey. I watched this video though. If you're going to fry a turkey, don't let the water that melts off your turkey yeah. into the oil because it will. Fire. Light, uh, not only, it'll just bubble up, and there will be fucking hot oil everywhere. Yeah. I watched a video of someone doing that, and I was like, what? How'd you not know that? Yeah, I would love to fry a turkey, but I'm scared to fry a turkey. But I got a we'll smoker. Make the men do it in the middle of the street. I got a smoker. That's why we got insurance. I don't know if I try. Yeah, they both got insurance. Life insurance, they're old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, but, buddy. You know Bloody. what? You know what just hit me? Huh? By next Thanksgiving, I'll be married. Holy crap! <laughs> no, no. By next by Thanksgiving, my next birthday. By next Thanksgiving, you'll be, be married. married twice for two years. I know that's weird, right? When we got to our anniversary, I was like, "God damn, that year went by really fast, really fucking fast." Yeah, I couldn't fucking, I could not believe it. I have, we have a couple of things. Yeah. Okay, this this ep- this episode is very serious. So I wanted to start it off with something that wasn't so serious, but could be kind of serious. It was one of my random thoughts. Okay, I've got two things, bitches. I fucking forgot. Okay, one of my random thoughts. We should demand walkable cities. What? We should demand walkable cities. Our cities... In America, and in a lot of places in America, I should say, are set up to where it's not desirable to walk around them. People want to drive through them because all you get is cement. I'd hate to walk around all those places. I hate it, right? We should demand walkable cities because it's better for the environment and it's better for people. And I would rather just have it be pretty outside with all these trees and plants than it be cement everywhere for fucking cars it was just a random thought that came into my head you okay on top of that i'm you such a know liberal. something that i was thinking about <laughs> the other day uh dude grass literally does nothing no dude it really doesn't and the fact that we rake up leaves is bad for the environment i love the fact that like literally no one around me raked up leaves this year and i'm pretty sure it was because of pure laziness but like the that's it's bad for the environment dude it literally degrades it goes away. Yeah. It just, it gives food to the earth. I don't know. I don't know. 
That was my green thumb for the day. We got some sad shit to talk about real quick. Uh, We're going to have a couple moments of silences. Um, should I start or do you want to start? I'll be honest with you. I didn't have a chance to look up all my shit for that. So Okay. So we are I'm going... a terrible human. <laughs> I thought about that on the drive here. I was like, God damn it. So we are going to have a couple moments of silence for the a couple people that have lost their lives in the past two weeks. Um I'll start. Uh if there was a shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about it. It was at a LGBTQ plus club. Um and the gunman went in and just started firing on people. Um, Richard M. Fierro stopped the gunman. He served 15 years in the military. And he basically just said that he watched what was going on and knew he needed to do something. He got up and he grabbed the dude by his fucking vest and pushed him on the ground. And st- he, they, they, he got the big gun away from him. A bystander grabbed the gun and took it to us, like, somewhere else so that the, uh, the crazy dude couldn't get it. And um, Michael started beating the fuck out of him with the dude's pistol. Pistol Like, took the pistol out of his hand and started beating the fuck out of him with it. And then a trans woman came and stomped the ever-living fuck out of the dude with her boots on. Really? And I want to clear that up because there's actually... Um, some things going on around saying that it was a drag dancer and it wasn't she's not a drag dancer she's a trans female so i just wanted i wanted to clear that up um but those those three people they saved a lot of people um but unfortunately five people did pass away and one of them was actually his daughter's boyfriend damn he was there with his daughter and her boyfriend and his wife and some friends watching the drag show so we're gonna have a moment of silence for the victims i'm gonna say their names and we'll take a minute uh or i we'll have a moment of silence for them this is the first time we've done this on the show so like bear with us but um raymond green uh it's raymond green vance Derek rump daniel aston and kelly loving all lost their lives in the shooting at club q this past week so we're gonna have a moment of silence, please. We hope they rest easy and we hope their family can find some peace. Um, Anderson Lee Aldritz was the shooter and it he, he was a psychopath. This, I hate to say it again, and I'll say it a million times, but this could have been this could have been prevented because in 2021 he was arrested in his mother's home for a bomb threat. Jesus Christ. He was arrested and he tried to blow up his mom's house with a bunch of cops in it. So like this could have been avoided and it's a very sad situation. Um, I'm sure he was a model fucking prisoner too, wasn't he? I'm fucking sure he was. Love that. Yeah. Um the second one is not close to us, but it's in the same state. There was a murder on November 13th uh, near the University of Idaho. They were four uh, students. They were at an off-campus uh, off apartment. 
There was six of them total in the apartment. But they do not have a person at this time. They have no idea what happened. They're really not saying much. Um, they know it was a stabbing. But there was three females and one male. And yeah, that's about all we have on it. <laughs> I know I read that it was an edged object. Yeah. It says one large fixed bladed knife. And it's sad. Um, I think it's kind of weird that they didn't put out a warning to the public. Or any They of the have campus. very much so treated this as, well, this was a... A one-and-done situation, but yep. we have four people who lost their lives. Four young people who lost their lives. For no reason. As that we a, know of. That we know of for no reason at all. And in a brutal way. Yeah. This is not something that was quick and easy in no. any way for people. So, um, we're going to have a moment of silence for them. Do we have their names pulled up? Yeah. Two. You want me to say them? Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that third one. So we got Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Gon- Goncalves, <laughs> um, and I apologize if I'm saying I'm these sorry. names wrong, uh, Zana Kernodal, and Madison Mogan. So um, we're going to have a moment of silence for these guys as well. We hope you guys rest in peace. This is two really sad tragedies that have happened in the span of a couple weeks. And we just wanted to bring awareness and share a moment of silence for those that have lost their lives in the past couple weeks. Because it's sad. It is. Yeah. It's devastating. So, and we hope that the families and friends can heal from this and get answers as soon as possible. And now let's talk about something really heavy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So... This was another random idea that I had. And it turned out really good. It, it kind of hit close to home because a lot of it happened in areas where I grew up. Which I didn't even think about at the time. I'm not even going to lie to you. That did not register in my mind that this was like a hometown story for you. Absolutely. I've seen a lot of the houses that are in. Um, so I did write down some show recommendations. Um, obviously the name of the episode as you guys have seen is road from polygamy um here's some show recommendations that i put together for this episode that you could go watch yourself we've got keep sweet pray and obey that was gnarly um that is on netflix it is about the flds church Mm -hmm. um escaping the flds is the warren jeffs yes i I have i have information on that like i just want to very much i have information and i broke those two down because coda is more so focusing on the businesses that the kingston's which is another group we're going to be talking about that the kingston's had i more so went in on the church aspect of it which is totally understandable um it's so another one which is the one that we both this that started this for us is escaping polygamy yeah um and that it's about the order uh, or the Kingstons, Kingston or Clan. they're also known as DCCS, which I have it in my notes somewhere. Down. It is somewhere. Davis County, County Cooperative, Cooperative Society. Society. Yes. Yeah, I have it right here, too. <laughs> so, 
that mm-hmm. is the order and it is uh it's a i don't care what anybody says it's a cult what's interesting too is something that i noticed is if you looked up so you have the mormon religion which is the church of latter-day saints right yes, absolutely you look up anything about the kingston or the fld flds it's like the kingston's i noticed were latter-day church of christ okay so i actually have an explanation for that you do so it's interesting yes um i i also sister wives yeah. is about the apa what the how the fuck do you say that apostolistic yes united brethren yes um and then also under the banner of heaven it's on hulu yes it is about um the murder interesting i found it right before the show i found it on hulu it's really fucking sad i did not get all the way through it but oh my god it was really sad and there was points that steven was like what the fuck are you watching and i was like i don't even know how to explain this right now yeah like i can't it's really sad it is it's really fucking sad so um let me find it la 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 oh my god i should (laughs) have organized my notes a little better but um so I got some book recommendations as well. Um, Under the Banner of Heaven, yeah. which is the same show that I just um, said. It's by John Crowder. I don't believe that I'm saying that right, but he is a journalist that studied about this case. It's about the murder of Brenda Lafferty, mm-hmm. and it is heartbreaking about the murder of her and her daughter. And it, it, it's it's a heartbreaking her 15 story. Fifteen month old baby. Okay. Um, but then there's also Lost Boy by Brent Jeffs, Stolen Innocence by Elisa Walt, and Escape by Carolyn Jessup and Laura Palmer. Those are all yes. really good books that you can read or find on Audible that you can listen to um, about polygamy and escaping polygamy and just... The Lost Boys thing is interesting. Very sad. It's all very sad. Yeah. Um, but, like... I said I had a note on the Mormon thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to get this out of the way because it's something that my grandma pointed out to me a really long time ago. Um, and I actually, I, I came up on some people fighting about it on Reddit. Oh, God. Um, the word Mormon does not only apply to LDS members. It was a nickname that was given to people who followed Brigham Young and Joseph Smith. Right. So any Latter-day Saint groups that come from followers of Brigham Young or Joseph Smith are considered Mormons. It is not just LDS. And also a funny story, sidetrack, out of fucking context, but when I was younger, I looked my dad dead in the face and was like, are we LSD Mormons? And my dad was like, what did you just say to me? And I was like, are we LSD Mormons? And he was like, no, it's L- it's LDS, not LSD. And I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> if you get it you get it (laughs) so i guess in my mind the way back when yeah in the 1800s right 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 right. mormon is a nickname that was given to people who followed brigham young okay but he is the one that started this book of mormon Uh so all of these um, the FLDS church. They the all Kingston's, still follow it. They all follow the Book I of know. Mormon. They just teach it differently. Exactly. Yeah. They just manipulate it into whatever way that they want in that moment uh-huh. to make them because it's all about money. Money, sex, and power. Absolutely. Dude, the Kingstons are worth a stupid amount. 
what I saw that the last time someone calculated it was in like 2015, they were worth almost like $300 million because yeah. of all of their with two thousand at least two thousand members and that's not including what they haven't reported yeah because there's they still and they so, have so much shit so um another thing i wanted to point out um when you're watching escaping polygamy there is a part in i believe season two or season three where they go to court mm-hmm. and polygamy is made illegal okay. it's criminalized in 2020, the state of Utah decriminalized polygamy yeah. between consenting adults and plural wives is now like an infraction, yeah. which is basically a speeding ticket. Yeah. It's like the same fucking level as a speeding ticket or like not wearing your seatbelt. Yeah. But if you if a, if someone can prove that as a minor they were coerced into the marriage, that in itself is a felony. I wanted to point that out before we really start digging into this. That and was the- an interesting part of it. But also, too, I looked into Idaho laws, mm-hmm. and at the age of 16, as long as you have a consenting adult, you can, you can marry. Get married. Yep, in the state of Idaho, as long as you're and 16. And I didn't look into Utah because, you know, I didn't think that about That was my it. dog. That scared the fuck <laughs> out of me. I didn't really, like, look into Utah a lot because I know Utah is a lot different, but I know... It's different, but it's also the same. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're so similar, but... It, no. You want to hear a a fact that I wrote down just for Coda? When you Google, when you just Google FLDS church, do you (laughs) want to know what the first thing that pops up under people also searches? Yes. The Manson family. I love that. The fucking Manson family. The fucking Manson family. The fucking Manson family. Okay. I love that. The beginning of my research started with the FLDS church. Yeah. Um, Because they are like hardcore. Gnarly. They are a fundamentalist. Yes, they are a fundamentalist church that was founded in 1830 by Joseph Smith. Okay, Warren Jeffs is the current leader yeah. of the FLDS Church, even though he's serving 20 years plus life in prison for sexually assaulting two young girls. He married a 14 year old and a 15 year old. He yep. got one pregnant, yep. and then another one at the age of 12. He filmed a sex tape with her. Yes, a disgusting. Disgusting and he human was inca- incarcerated with like three other men, which two of them are currently out. Yeah, um, he has somewhere around eighty-seven wives, and he is being mm-hmm. held in a Texas prison, and he is not eligible for parole until twenty thirty-eight. I doubt he's going to get the parole, no but way. he is eligible for parole in twenty thirty-eight. So since his incarceration, because he's a dirty little scumbag, piece of shit, pedophile, fuck. He has completely changed mm-hmm. their lives from their already very strict lives to an even stricter life in what he says is the name of God. Um, they're not allowed to play with toys. Dude, they're not allowed to do anything. The they're fuck? not allowed to have TVs or internet. Mothers are not allowed to show their children love. And only, and this this sounds like the handsmaids tell bitch. Only seed bearers are allowed to have children. Husbands and wives are not allowed to have yep. sexual re- relationships. And they are told this is to keep the bloodline yep. pure. And because they tend to marry their cousins and uncles, there is a fucking huge problem with incest in these communities. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to say this right. I looked it up and it's, uh, as far as I could see on Google, it's Fumaruri's deficiency. And it is a condition that affects the brain and nervous system. 
Some of the symptoms are seizures, um, like very distinctive facial features that are off, like a slanted eye, slanted nose, um, tilted mouth, uh, small heads, low to no muscle tone, and even failure to thrive after birth. Are Those are just some, a, a small amount of the symptoms. Which of, is really sad considering how fucking amazing modern day medicine is and how easily some of those things could be fucking fixed. Absolutely. Okay. So... This is a super rare condition. I'm talking like only a hundred affected individuals in the whole world are um, reported to have this disease. Okay, you can only get it. You can only get it from inbreeding, and a terrifying amount of those hundred people are from FLDS communities in Arizona. That's disgusting. Okay, these motherfuckers also are racist as fuck. Like, they're considered a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center because of how racist and awful their teachings are. They are taught that people of color are the devil's children sent to bring them down to the path of evil. And there is a teaching in um, one of their classes that I read a bunch of people who left the FLDS church talking about how the the people, like the, the... what are they called? The people that do the little classes? Okay. Those guys would get a fish bowl and they would have a fish swimming around in the bowl and they'd put black dye in it yep. until the fish died. And they said that that is the the people, the blackness of the earth is what's is going to rise up and kill white men. That and is see, the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life. And they just teach these young children that. Well, and see, I think that's where they get the Manson cult like situation mixed into that because... They took that idea and they were like, we, the black race is going to start a race war and we are going to be the ones that rebuild this fucking world. That is our job. They truthfully believe that the seed bearers in these communities oh, yeah. are direct descendants of Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they yeah. believe that they have the purest blood out there. Okay, Lannisters off of the house of fucking, the, what is that show? <laughs> the fucking dragon. Rah! What is it called? I don't remember. House of Dragon. All those guys are fucking their cousins, and everyone on TikTok shipping it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I I don't care. That shit's weird. I I don't. I haven't gotten into that show, so like I totally know (laughs) what you're talking about. Um, but no, and that that's what's interesting is because, like, I noticed in watching Escaping Polygamy, Uh they talked about how when, um, Colorado City was flooded out. Uh huh. And they were like, yeah. The Kingstons are only trying to become friends with them again so that they can deeper their little pool just a little bit. But in my deeper research, it was only four families that went off from the LDS community that started both of these fucking cults. Yeah, no, it was. It was four. There was only four. And they all still follow the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Okay. Another thing that I found... um. I swear to God, my family can never talk to me again. (laughs) (laughs) FLDS members are not allowed to vote. No. They are not allowed to vote in any way. They are not allowed to take part in anything that has to do with the government. And a lot of these people are receiving benefits from the government and they are giving it to the higher ups in the church. They're not even receiving these food stamps. That is fucking heartbreaking. Um, the episode in Escaping Polygamy when they're taking the boxes of food to that FLDS community and after the to, food raid because 
because of the food stamps fraud. Yep. That broke my fucking heart. And the fact that those those girls were terrified to get caught just bringing their family food. Just bringing and their they mom food. And the fact when they were like, yeah, if they see us here bringing the, them the, this food, even though that they're starving, they'll throw it away. I believe what that. What killed me was the fact that the Kingston family literally dumpster dives for rotten food to eat instead of just going and getting actual food yeah for no reason so so much money for nothing growing up that town that they showed in uh escaping polygamy that is in the valley right in between provo and price utah Mm -hmm. Um, if you're from around that area you'll know what i'm talking about coda's gone there a couple times that's where i grew up we were told the people in that valley were weird we were told that the people in that valley are inbred and that they do not like other people. And my whole life, I was like, no, you guys are just mean. Like, I really thought that people that I was hanging out with and stuff were just really mean because yeah. these people were just really poor. No, they were poor because they're polygamists and their husbands are giving them a sack of potatoes every month to live off of with yeah. their 12 fucking kids. That Watching these shows really opened my eyes to... A lot of the shit because I grew up around it. Yeah. I grew up around it and it was just normal. And like now every time I walk in Winco and I see the lady in her blue dress with her 12 children, it makes me want to fucking cry. Dude, that breaks my heart. I think in my mind, so I'll admit it, at 27 years of age, I was real. I realized how ignorant I have been because my family has always joked about it. Driving down to Utah, going down to fucking see my little, or see my older siblings and stuff, down where you grew up, and we always joked about it, oh, that's where the polygamists are, oh, you know, yada yada, whatever, and even talking to my mom about it now, she was like, yeah, like, I've asked your stepdad to take me places, and he's like, we will get shot. Yeah. Like, we can't go up the fucking mountain that way. When I was younger. Uh, I would say I was like 15, 16. I had some friends in the Price area and they had big trucks. We would go up in the mountains. Yeah. And we would space cruise and we would go mudding. Everything that a normal like yeehaw, Midwestern, Western, you know, like nothing else to do in Utah. There's nothing to do. (laughs) But we all knew there were areas we couldn't go. And I think a lot of it was because I was so sheltered growing up. Like, I wasn't sheltered. I saw a lot of fucked up things growing up, but I was very sheltered in a lot of different aspects, if that makes sense. Same. I did I not understand. To. I did not understand why we couldn't go because they would say, no, it's not private property. We just can't fucking go there because we'll get drove off the road by crazy rednecks. Yeah. Never understood that it was literally just a polygamous community that was not allowing people in there because they were scared that. You were going to go steal their wives and children and get them to the outside world. Well, and seeing what in it was in escaping polygamy when they were trying to get the fucking little insider in season three. That that hurt my heart. And I'm going to say this right now. There were a lot of times there were not a lot of times watching that show where I got upset with Andrea and Chanel and Jessica. But when they berated her for getting scared to leave, I could not believe that. Yeah. After all the shit that they went through, and this isn't me dogging on them because they went through a lot of shit and they did they that. did put themselves out there to get her. 
bro, how could they shame her on national television after everything that she did to help them? Yeah. I would be scared too if oh, I was an yeah. insider and all of a sudden I was trying to get out and there were men coming up to me with flashlights and they're like, hey, come on, let's go. And then I see trucks see, driving up to where we're parked. That's where I think they fucked up was they did have their security initially talk to her. I think, I, I don't know, that that part of the show, I think that's the only other than um, Ethan, the boy that started oh, smoking weed. Oh my God. I, I highly, I Bro, highly believe that off. the reason he went off and started getting high and stuff again was because she fucking... He went him off and for killed people. Weed. Did he really? He went off and killed people later. Off the show, off air. Yeah, he went off and killed people. There was a whole thing. He went into rob a house, and because uh, I watched it with Steven, and obviously his fucking ADHD mind just bing, bing, bing. Uh huh. Looks up random shit. Yeah, he went off and killed somebody because he broke into their house and they woke up and he took gun in, a gun in. And I believe was it, fucking it, high and meth will fuck you up. Yeah, I also I think those are the only two points in that show where I really got mad. With she me. was when really she berated harsh on him. him I no felt reason. like she was very harsh on him, and even the even the counselor was like, "We can help you still. It's gonna be okay." Yeah, but she straight up was like, "Look at you. You're fucking up your life. I get to go home to my bed." Yeah, that, I was as someone who used. As soon as she said that to me, I would have been like, "You're not. I'm done. You're not helping me. You're hurting me." Yeah. So. That I think that was really the only two points in that show that really upset me at them because they really they did they did awesome and they're still running groups helping people escape polygamy. Oh yeah. I did have to take a step back and realize that it was 2014, 2015, 16 when they were recording these shows, so that is a big reason why she berated him the way that she did for smoking. Which weed. is which is true. Which is true. But I really I and it I do believe that he maybe would have accepted her help if she wasn't so mean to him. I I feel like she well, was kind of mean was, to him. I thought she was very aggressive, like even just showing up to his house and one, you know he's couch hopping. You know he doesn't have like a place of his own. A stable place and you just walk into the one place where he's couch hopping yeah. and you bring camera crews in. Yeah. And maybe it's because we grew up where we knew people in those situations. You can't just bring a camera into a house like that. But maybe. that put him into a dangerous situation. Very much so. And especially when they were sitting in the house and he answered the door. And he was like, I don't have any money. Like, bro, why are you recording that? Why do you have that moment? That's not good. Yeah. So those are, I, I just, I, I, I understand. I took a step back and I understood why she was mad at him, but I also just feel like there was another way to go at it. 1000%. 1000%. And then with the, with the insider, I don't, I, I hope with everything in me at one point she ended up leaving. I do because Hopefully. I think that she really wanted to leave, but I understand. And I wish they would have been with more understanding going with her. on in that moment between the raid and the lawsuits coming out. And everything else, like, because they were tipped off for that raid. Absolutely. They were tipped off for that raid. They already got rid of 75% of their fucking documents by the time they showed up. And so, like, they were fucked. Their banking system is very interesting, too. And I'm going to get into the, um, into the Kingstons now. Um, but I did, so I found my note on, um... Oh my god. Under the banner of heaven. Yes. I'm having serious brain farts, you guys, because I'm sick. I'm sorry. Um, so... Oh, hold on. In the FLDS church. Oh. By the way, 
Thank you for the 210 plays to everybody. Fuck yeah, you guys. What the fuck? We're so excited about that. I saw that. I appreciate. I was super excited. And the FLDS church, though, they believe in blood atonement. And that is where the book and the show Under the Banner of Heaven kind of gets connected into this because it will show you an insight about that. That show is about the the murder of Brenda Wright Lafferty and her baby Erica. And they were killed by her husband's brothers, Ron and Dan Lafferty, because they blamed Brenda for helping Ron's wife leave a polygamist relationship with her six kids. Yeah. They blamed her for it, and then they killed her and her baby. And that, it just goes to show how brainwashed. They they truthfully, and before they, they... the whole reason why they thought she was such a bad person is because she was speaking out against all the things that they were doing. Well, what I thought was interesting in the beginning of that show, they kept like they kept going in about her being an Idaho girl, an Idaho Mormon. You're there from is Idaho. A huge difference. Very much. There is a huge difference between Idaho Mormons, very much, and Utah Mormons. And I say this because Idaho Mormons drink and smoke, and yes. ha- and they have garage parties. Yes, and they do all these <laughs> yes. redneck things. In Utah, they don't always do that. No. A lot of the times, they are very strict LDS yes. following Mormons that do not even. And in the show, it I knew I people that. growing up. I don't care what people say. I read a lot of things about a, ba- a banner of heaven or bender, banner under heaven. Oh my God. I can't think it straight. I read a lot of things about it. And a lot of current people that are still LDS were like, this is not accurate. This is not how we talk to each other. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. As someone who was uh, uh, in the LDS church and watched adults talk to each other, watched how the men talk to each other, watched how the women talk to each other. Yep. That, that show so greatly showed how LDS Mormon members speak to each other and how they communicate. It fucking blew my mind. Dude, I've never being, seen a show be that good, be that accurate. And yes, it's drama. It's, 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 it's dramatized. Dramatized, dramatized because it's a TV show, but the way that they talked to each other in that show. So fucking accurate. Dude, it, for reminds, Utah me of my, Mormons. Dude, it reminds me of my step families and the part that um like they brought up how a lot of mormons won't even eat chocolate because there's caffeine in it and that's fucking true i knew people growing up in utah that were not allowed to eat chocolate because there was caffeine in it but the mormons i knew in idaho ate chocolate yeah and they drank coca-cola but they weren't allowed to drink coffee mormons in different areas are different i met lesbian mormons that smoked weed in california (laughs) <laughs> okay that's impressive like, they're, they're different everywhere and so that show i i just feel like it did a really good representation of how mormons hide things for each other how people in the 1, church percent. hide things for each other how they keep secrets for each other and how they push things under the rug and how they talk to each other i just think it's a very accurate representation of that and i do think everybody should go watch it it was in, it's interesting very interesting Getting into the Kingstons, though. Okay, these guys, they're not so strict, but they are strict. They're not as strict in the sense that they can wear modern clothes. They can wear modern day clothes. Mm -hmm. They can work at, sometimes they can work at modern jobs. But most of the time they do work at the order, the order businesses. So the Kingstons 
or the order are not FLDS, but they follow the latter the Latter Day Church of Christ, which is just another branch off of the LDS Church. Yeah. So it was founded in 1935 by John Ortel Kingston in Bountiful, Utah. Yep. Bountiful, Utah, motherfuckers. That is not that far from people in Idaho. That's what fucking blew my mind. <laughs> that so, and the Wasaki Ranch. I have a note on that. Dude, it's like right there. So this motherfucker. Okay. It's right there. John Ortel Kingston. He was mm, crazy. Fucking psycho. I don't care what anyone says. He had to have been suffering from some kind of mental illness that obviously would have gone untreated in the time. It was yes. 1935. Yes. Okay. But he did interesting stuff to start this sect of the church, you guys. Like, he would starve himself because he believed it gave him revelations. No, yeah. dude, you were having hallucinations. Like, starve himself for, like, 40 days. Yeah, and he would lay on the ground in a prayer's position. Yeah. And just starve himself, okay? Um, he also believed that he could heal his followers himself. Yeah. And he became obsessed with herbology and homopathic li- a homopathic lifestyle. So he would convince his followers to eat and follow really overly healthy lifestyles. And under the banner of heaven, it gets into that because it shows how the brothers went from letting their wives shop at a grocery store yeah. to making them make their own butter. And they weren't even allowed to accept butter from people giving it to them for holidays. Yep. It, it did an amazing representation of that. Um, Ortel had at least 13 wives and over two dozen kids. And after he died in the 80s, his son, his favorite son, took over. His name is Paul Kingston. He is currently the trustee in trust of the DCCS, which is the Davis County Cooperative Society. And he is believed to have 27 plus wives and 300 plus children. 300 300 bitch and this motherfucker very confidently in an interview said yeah and i give them four i give the wives four hundred dollars a month and a sack of potatoes and they do wonderful for themselves (laughs) bitch i would oh the way that i would smack the fuck out of my oh a sack of potatoes and four hundred dollars for that many fucking kids that dude is a criminal and he is only on Okay, here's another thing about these people that have polygamous relationships in these cults. They're only allowed to claim their first wife and their first wife's children. The rest of them aren't even allowed to call their dad's dad, dad. until they're old enough to keep the fucking secret See, that he's their dad. That's literally what I was just about to say. I read this whole thing on the Rolling Stones and it was like, they, he was like, I met my dad in a... I met my dad in a gym one time, and my mom was like, oh, yeah. I fucking read that, that's too. That's Uncle Whoever. And he then they started talking, and then just a couple years later, <sighs> he was like, oh, by the way. You're my kid. You're my child. We have the same cheekbones. What the fuck? It's absolutely it's insane. Crazy. Well, and okay, thinking about it, thinking about it, because I brought up that, Stephen brought up that fact. He was like, how can they have plural marriages? That doesn't make sense one they legally don't marry them. they legally don't marry them and then two beside that everybody from the second third fourth fifth up to however many wives take the mother's last name they don't have the same goddamn last names no they do not so it doesn't fucking matter but they're all cousins all of them 
So John Daniel Kingston is <gasps> Paul's younger brother, yes. and that is Chanel, Jessica, and Andrea's biological yes. father off of escaping polygamy. There is that motherfucker too. very little about this motherfucker on the internet. There he is does not so say little. anything. And that is interesting to me, considering in 1999, he was charged for beating his daughter, Marianne Kingston, when she tried to get out of an arranged marriage with his fucking brother, yep. Paul. His brother, Paul, older brother, in charge of everything, was going to marry John Daniel Kingston's daughter. She so his niece. wanted to leave, and he took her out to Wakashi Farm, or Wakashi Ranch. And beat her unconscious. Yes. He was he was taken to fucking court for that. And he lost her like he lost his rights to her. He gave up his rights to her and she went on to live her own life. Marianne Kingston, uh, she was a, a like a, a fucking rock that fucking rocked this motherfucking ship. Yeah. She fucking she made did. a lot of people realize that they didn't want to be a part of this religion anymore. Well, even which one of it is this of the sisters that said he beat the fuck out of out of her? I believe it was Andrea. The Brown the, hair. Yeah. Yes. The one that changed her name. That was Jessica. Jessica changed her name. She was adopted and she changed her That's name. right. I get names mixed up, guys, so I apologize. Sorry. But um he is believed to have Fourteen wives yes. and multiple children with all of them. Nobody knows how many kids this dude has. And they said it in the show multiple times. I don't know how many kids my dad has. I see people all the time and they're yeah. like, oh, are you my sister? Yeah. Oh, are you my cousin? So like that kind of stuff. Well, and they were even getting text messages from people and they were like, I need help getting out. Da, 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 da. And can you meet me? I'm your sister. And she's like, normally that would fucking narrow it down for people. But... That tells me nothing. It tells like, them absolutely nothing. With Melanie. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but the church itself that these people are raised in is crazy. They very mm. rarely actually reference the Bible. And they teach that Jesus and God were brothers to Satan. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that he is evil is because humans believed in Jesus and God over him. They're taught that. And they're taught if if it's not for the church, they don't need it. And they have to give all of their money and Everything. all of their resources over to the church. So you have to have three or more wives in this religion to make it to heaven. And if you don't get enough wives... To make it to their celestial kingdom. Yes, I gotta blow my nose, guys. I apologize. <sighs> Enjoy that. <laughs> Yum. I fucking hate being sick. Okay, so you have to have three or more wives. And they believe if you get enough wives and have enough children, you will be made a god of your own planet and race. Which I heard, okay, dude, I heard that when I was younger about my step families. And that's the reason why they always had all of the fucking kids. Because my stepdad has five siblings. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, why? Why is it so big? This is ridiculous. <laughs> And, like, they were like, no, they have to have so many kids so they can build their own world when they die. Their own celestial kingdom. They do in follow that. their own that. celestial kingdom. Uh -huh. Yeah. They do that in the Mormon religion as well. Yes. So, um, surprise, surprise. These motherfuckers are racist as fuck, too. They also teach that one day the black race will rise yep. and destroy the white man and... They truthfully believe that they are the one pure bloodline and descendants of Jesus. They have to keep doing this yep. or 
they will be punished. Um, and they do use God as a punishment and fear factor to abuse these men, women, and children into staying because 1, they're thousand. taught from the time that they can fucking open their eyes that if they leave the church and they don't follow the ways of the church, they will be damned to hell with no family or friends. And if when they leave, I guess I, it, it wasn't as shocking to me as I thought, but it's interesting that when they leave, they go out and they take all new family fi- pictures and they hang out all new family pictures yeah, and any picture, time. any picture of any of that person that left is gone because they're no longer a part of that family. Contact they completely everything. Delete them. Yeah. Completely delete them from the family. So they are also taught to stay away from the outside world. They're taught that people who are in the church are evil yep. and out to set them on a path to hell. Yep. All of these people, all they have their whole lives is their families. So that is a big reason why a lot of them stay even when they don't want to. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are also just scared of judgment from the outside world. Because imagine growing up thinking that everyone on the outside world is evil. And then you realize how <laughs> evil the world that you actually grew up in is. And you have to admit that you watch you have to come to terms with that watching some of the people just as they got out having to be like yeah i had to go to this job interview and tell them i've never had a real job before because i was raised in a polygamous cult oh i wasn't able to get a bunch of jobs because these people judged me because i was raised in a polygamous cult yeah and it's it's sad it's very sad to think of that but that's all they know from the time that they're able to walk they are given a shovel and they're sent to work on a fucking ranch. They're either sent to work on a ranch, they're taught to cook and clean, or they're, as soon as they're able to, they're making children. Exactly. And and told uh, that they're betrothed in this celestial kingdom anyway, so it doesn't okay. matter. So a lot of people might not know that Wakashi Ranch on the border of Idaho and Utah is actually owned by them. Scared the living fuck out of me realizing that, dude. I looked that shit up. You drive my boss, past it. Literally, my boss is a stone's throw away from there. You drive past it every time you every cross time. the border. Every and when fucking time. When you see time. that cow, that iron cow, when there you it cross is. the border, that is Wakashi fucking farms, okay? R- Wakashi Ranch. But, okay, at a first glance, people look at it and they're like, oh, wow, it's a bunch of families on this ranch that are together and they're just, they're working together. (laughs) What a lot of people don't know is that's where they send their disobedient people to live and work. 19 miles away from the closest fucking gas station. They are sent there to work in awful conditions. The houses are not fucking livable. They don't believe in modern medicine. At all. The episode about the brother that left because his mom died of cancer that was broke sad. my fucking heart. They watched this woman deteriorate, and yep. they basically told her, you're dying because God doesn't see you as good enough. Yep. And then when, he, when the sun went and he Googled, why is my mom throwing up black blood? And he, it said, take go to the hospital immediately if you're throwing up black blood and he said something about that and they put him down for it yeah that dude i can't that was heartbreaking i have that broke my heart the one that got me with the medical medicine like the medical wise was the old man 
that was tricked into signing his rights away to that numbered man. Uh-huh. Shane. Shane. And his daughter couldn't do anything. I think the sad part about that is he wanted help, but he also didn't want help. He wanted help, but he still wanted to live the lifestyle that he always lived. You right. Could tell, you could tell that he wanted help for his kid's sake, but he didn't want help for his own sake because yeah. he enjoyed the life that he lived. Well, and he had moments of just not good. Yeah. Not good. You could see it. And the fact that it took her taking a camera crew into his house for them to get him livable conditions is so sad. And I believe Same with fucking What's-Her-Face's mom when they brought in CPS in the first season. And then she got kicked out of the house by Daniel Kingston because she brought in CPS. The, but the house him was- on the phone when she's yeah. like, "You're kicking me out, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's absolutely what I'm doing." Yeah. And then he kicks her out and does exactly what she's been asking him to do for his next wife, so yeah. that his next wife could move into that apartment. Yeah. Oh my and god, all of that her blew shit my is out on the fucking mind. And they got rid of her piano. That was sad that they got rid of her piano. Yeah. Not right at all. Not okay. And their businesses. Okay, the way that they run their businesses, they have these men, women, and children work for these businesses, but they only pay them $3 an hour. And that $3 an hour, they don't get paid that $3 an hour. They get paid what they call tickets. And was it tickets? Yeah. And, um, oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. I have it written down. They only receive a percentage of that three seventy-five, three fifty an hour. Yeah. And especially when they're children, they don't they don't see a fucking dime of it. No. They don't get even a drop of, it, of that money. I saw somewhere that they they call it a certain name, and I thought I wrote it down. But that goes into their banking system. Because these guys have their own banks. Yeah. They have banks Dude, that they if have... you're not in the order, you cannot bank at this bank. Yeah. They have a hundred, at least a hundred businesses, different businesses that are spread out over all of the Western states. From casinos out in California to cattle ranches in Nevada. They have businesses primarily in Utah, Nevada, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Iowa, and Idaho. That's fucking, they, they're everywhere. On this side of the United States. Dude, and I looked up a map because I was curious. And literally, minus Wyoming, it is every state touching Utah. That's interesting. Minus Wyoming, it is every state touching Utah. And, well, Iowa. But, like... Fucking Iowa. Iowa, what are you doing? Fucking Iowa. But, you know what I'm... Like, hmm... That is interesting, and they've only and the, I did see that they have uh communities in Canada on the Canada Idaho border as well. And what's interesting is you see polygamous wives, you see FLDS members in those yes. FLDS clothes. That's how you know because they're they're not allowed to wear red or black because um black is the color that god will wear when he arises and red is the color of the devil they have to wear light blues light greens and yellows and it shows what man they're married to you see these people in rigby but when you uh, you see them in rigby you see them in fucking idaho Idaho falls Falls. rexburg but when you google 
FLDS Church in Idaho Falls, Nothing. it doesn't fucking come up. The only thing that you can find when you Google polygamists in Idaho is in 2021, Yes, there was a woman that divorced her polygamous husband and her and her kids stood outside of the Rigby Courthouse with signs yep. and they protested polygamy. That is the only fucking thing that you can find about it in Idaho. And that blows my fucking mind because you see them every time you go in fucking Winco. Dude, I've seen them all over. I've always seen them. I've always seen them. Like, and I guess, again, me being fucking ignorant, it didn't click. In my mind, I was like, oh, they're just Amish. So this one time. <laughs> like, what the fuck I is was the matter in, with me? I was in Winco and I was shopping with Oliver. And one of the little children that was, she was in her dress yeah she walked up to me and she said i was in a tank top because okay if you know me in real life you know that i live in tank tops and sweatpants Fuck okay yeah. so i was in the tank top and you could see my tattoos and she looked at me and she said the art on your body is beautiful but satan says that you are uh, what, what what did she say? My, mo- my mother said that it's satan speaking to you and she like i i remember i looked at this girl and i was like well thank you i like my tattoos i chose to get my tattoos for myself and her mom walked up and like grabbed her and started walking away and i was like all right well that was weird and i started walking down and i heard her mom be like you cannot talk to her she has the devil in her they so wholeheartedly believe the people who are not in the FLDS church or in the order or in the apocalyptic group, they, they, they wholeheartedly believe that we're the devil and they teach these people that everyone who's not in these groups is out to fucking get you. They still fear into that, these people. Even further than that, even further than like just them, the L like my step families who aren't a part of these cults? My step, well, they're a they're part in a cult. Of, they're in a cult, but the, the LS, in a bigger part of the, the cult. LSD church is most definitely a cult. <laughs> but like, dude, I have been looked down and berated upon for years because I've had tattoos and I've had piercings and I wore fucking holy jeans on Christmas and I laughed during Twilight. That shit was funny. Like, you know you what can't I mean? Tell though? me, Twilight's not a commie. <laughs> but, but like, my stepmom. Bruh, I've gone rounds with my step-grandmother, especially when I got tattoos. When I got my first tattoo, uh-huh. it was a fight for no reason. It's what they're taught. Yeah. It's fully what they're taught. And I, I understand that now, but like, Jesus Christ, like my little brother, dude, I feel so bad for my little brother because he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go on a mission. I don't want to do all of this. Uh-huh. So don't, I know it's hard. But you don't have to. Fun fact. I remember um, talking to people in school about them going on their missions. And I remember asking one of them, like, Bitch. why, what, why do you do this if you know, like, a lot of these people have their own religions? Because, like, I had a friend that she was going to Mexico and I was like, a lot of these people are Catholic. Yeah. Like, and she was like, well, because that's not the one true religion. Bitch. Who's for you to say? Um, oh, another thing that is interesting about the FLDS church, because like they all read the Book of Mormon. They all just teach it differently. Yep. So the great abominable church that <laughs> is in that, it, it's about the 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 church of whores, the, ch- the, the church that is basically like demon, the demonic church. Yes. Technically speaking, 
there's never been a church named to be actually that church, but in the FLDS church, they're taught that LDS members, that is the abominable church because they took away polygamy. Oh yeah. They took away They Yeah. And the yeah, only that was reason, a big I, I also want to point this out. The only reason the that Mormons a- stopped doing polygamy in 1980 is because they were threatened by the government. I was going to say, yeah, no, it was they only They would be- definitely be- still be doing polygamy if they weren't threatened by the government. Yeah, it was only because of the man's law. And that's why they go, the FLDS and the Kingstons and all of them go so hard against police and people, outsiders, because they follow the man's law. And this goes against their what they believe. And it's crazy. It's and crazy. It's it's sad to know that so many people have to live their lives in fear of leaving a church that they've grown up with their whole life. And this doesn't just cause trauma outside of these communities when the when these people leave they nine times out of ten they leave with nothing if um, it, it depends well i mean it depends on who it is like who in the family it is because like the children nine times out of ten as long as they have their documents they yeah they leave with what they can if i've seen where the moms leave and they take as much as they can but uh, the thing with that too is like the wives, the spiritual wives, they can technically leave whenever the fuck they want. It's when the first wives It's the leave. first wives that are truly fucking trapped. And then they have to, if they do leave... They have to go against the church in court. And, yeah. And, and that's, that's a ball some- game, motherfucker. I would be terrified to go up against any Mormon church in court because they have so much money. It's yeah. not because what they're doing is right. It's not because no. I would be in the wrong. It's simply because they have enough money. They have more money to than me. squash it. Yep. Yep. The, okay. The FLDS church is worth like $20 million. The Kings? LDS church, the LDS church motherfucker, these motherfuckers are worth like $900 million. The Kingstons are worth at least $300 million from what I saw. They could squash almost anything that they wanted to. Yeah. And that, a lot of these, it's crazy because in the past, from what was it like, it started in like 2015, the Kingstons started being sued for child marriages. Dude, they got sued so much. So I actually have a lawsuit pulled up that was just, this is from Utah, California, and Turkey, because they hid some of their money in fucking Turkey. But there was a 20 million uh utah compounds that they were sued for seven million in luxury cars four million in a california beach home a texas ranch and mansion in turkey with profits of 1.1 billion tax fraud scheme 1.1 billion what the fuck and that's not even including the fucking food stamps fraud that they got in trouble for. That doesn't include any of the sex crimes that they've gotten in trouble for. It doesn't include any of it. That's just that one. These people are getting sued for so much shit left and right. Something that I found crazy is uh, many times over the years, the clan themselves would go and intimidate different judges 
that went against them. Yeah, they actually Many have times. suits against them for yes. doing that. Yeah. And, of course, Paul Kingston has no fucking comment. No comment, no comment. That motherfucker has no comment for anything. I hated it every time in Escaping Polygamy at the end at of the, the end. episode where it'd be like, Paul Kingston had no comment. Of course he did it. What is he going to say? He knew he was dead ass wrong. What Exactly. What is he going to say to make himself look better? There's nothing he can say to make himself look no. better to people on the outside. Yeah, to people on the outside. To people on the inside, he can say whatever the fuck he wants because people on the outside will be like, whoa, 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 motherfucker. The thoughts you are psycho. Up. One, two, three, not five, six, seven, bitch. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you need to like. Take a fucking step back. <laughs> Paul Kingston, his name came up so often in lawsuits and different things that had to do with the business That's all side that of comes it. up when you fucking Google him. But there's nothing. There is nothing. You just see his name you just mentioned see his in name. articles. He showed up for so and such and such court case. He showed up with this wife at whatever fucking lawsuit. <laughs> but then, like, you also see things where in, like, escaping polygamy, they went to that protest. And they went and stood next to their mom, Michelle, and they were like, is Paul here? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Acting like she doesn't even know him or who they are i thought that was interesting the way that their um their mom kind of just acted like they were a- another person in the room yeah until jessica walked up to her and was like hey like i understand that we don't see eye to eye are you talking in the courtroom yeah yeah like i, I honestly props to her for being that big of a person to be able to go over props and talk to, to fucking the other one that talked to her ex-husband's father at her cousin's wedding. That was sad because yeah. you could tell that he just did not want to own up to anything. He didn't want to own up to the fact that he allowed his son to beat her. Yeah. And that's another thing is that in these churches, they're, they're taught, like, you can beat your wife because if she's not being obedient to you, she's not being obedient to God. Yeah. And the, another thing about him is he just, he has so much money that it would be easy for him to wipe his shit off the internet. Oh, yeah. Because you oh, really, yeah. you have to dig to find anything about Paul Kingston. Mm-hmm. Not his dad. No. Not his brother. Not his brother. But him. You have to dig to find anything about him. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Um, what I found interesting, too... Was their idea of the numbered men? Uh huh. Did you look into that? I didn't. I I thought it was very interesting. I didn't get the chance to look into the numbered men because that's basically who the seed bearers are. Yeah. So the numbered men, in their mind, in the order, is their interpretation of the Book of Revelations, which says there's only a hundred and forty-four thousand numbered men that will be allowed to rule heaven under God. I remember reading something about that, actually. Mm-hmm. And they're, so they have these, like, moments where they pray and whatever, or they have, I guess, their testimonies, uh-huh. if you want to call them that. I don't, I didn't go to fucking Mormon church that often, so <sighs> I don't know the right terminology. But, like, they they call out specific people in those things. The children call out specific people. 
I don't know if you did you notice that in Escaping Polygamy when they showed like the insiders videos from the church gatherings because they you don't get to go to church at their church if you're not a member. What that's I, another huge thing. Or uh, the wedding in fucking that made me really sad. I, I again another rumor that I had heard in my life that I didn't know how much was true, and I was shocked. Um, they do that in the FLDS church and in the order, but they also do that in the Mormon church. Yeah. Those little dances that they do yeah. are so weird. And I remember pointing that out Their outfits. As, a, as a kid and being like, what the fuck is this shit? And everyone was like, well, this is just how we get to know our brothers. And this is how we get to know our sisters so that we can be closer in the celestial kingdom. Bitch. Dude, they have yeah, that. 25-year-old is groping that 14-year-old right now across the gymnasium from us. It's okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's always been wild to me. I've, yeah, I've never understood it. And even having, like, employees that go to BYUI <laughs> that talk to me about different things, like their family home meetings and shit, that's just, that's literally just to set them up with people. Uh-huh. I, and it's sad, I've watched, because I, I, I went to school in Ryrie, and that's basically a Mormon cult town, okay? Sick. There Rexburg. is, there is two Mormon churches in that small-ass town of maybe 700 people, 800 people? Rough. Two Mormon churches, huge Mormon churches. Yeah. Okay. And I can t- I can't count on both hands how many people I went to school with that I knew were going to get married that got married. I knew they were going to get married in second and third grade. I knew it. That's so weird. And now we're in our 20s and they're married and popping out five, six, seven fucking kids. So weird. Uh, it, they fucking arrange that shit from the time that they're little kids. I don't care what you say. They I do. Don't, I watched it. I watched it with multiple fucking people. Yeah. It's just crazy. In high school, I dated, I wouldn't say the wrong person. He was a good kid. He was just very LDS. Uh Uh-huh. And he asked- Not you. Not me. Never would have ended up working. His mother hated me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was only a teenager at this time. But I can remember him being like, would you ever get married in the temple with me? And I was like, that's not going to work. (laughs) That's not going to work. I cannot step foot in that building. Nope. I I remember there was... I, I only dated one kid that was very religious. His mom was Catholic, and she told him every time that we came up to his house that I was the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of believe her now. I might be. I'm the fucking trash goblin, bitch. It's fine. But it's just... It's it's crazy to me how a lot of this shit just goes under people's noses. It's going on right now as like we I fucking s- dude, speak. Like I said, I never realized how ignorant I actually was. And uh, honestly, even with me growing up around it, I was very ignorant to the situation until we started looking into it. I did get a couple anonymous messages from some people who did leave polygamy. That I wanted to read to you guys. That was interesting, yeah. I had one that I don't... She hasn't gotten back to me yet. It was... uh, She asked me to message her on Instagram. And she hasn't gotten back to me. If she ends up getting back to me, I will read what you guys... Or what she says to you guys. If not, 
This is what I've got. Did we mention that at some point we're going to do an update on Jan Broberg? No, but we are going to do an update on Jan We Broberg. will get to that when that comes out. I am very excited and very intrigued. I think it's crazy, okay, that we did that on Jan Broberg, and now they're making a documentary on it. And yeah. then did you see the TikTok I tagged you in about predictive programming, bitch? I think we did. I did that episode in the very beginning of the year about MK Ultra and no predictive programming, shit. and now it's all over fucking TikTok. Yeah, no shit. It's fucking weird how shit like that wraps around. But um, both yeah, of these, we've almost been doing this a year. We have almost been recording for a year. In January, it will have been a fucking year, you guys. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Um, both of these people have asked me to keep their identities secret, and I understand totally why. Um, I gave them fake identities. One of them is Amy, and one of them is Tracy. I know those are very... I know two people with those names. Yeah, they're very known. <laughs> like, okay. One of so... them's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So we're going to start with Amy. Um, Amy grew up in Bountiful, Utah. Damn. Um, and from the age of seven years old, she said she was being courted by her 32-year-old uncle. At seven years old. Dude, that's my daughter. Yeah. At seven years old, he began he began grooming her, um, and by the time she was sixteen, she was being told that she was going to be married to her uncle at eighteen years old. Um, that way, they could complete his celestial kingdom because she would be his third, third. wife. Disgusting. Um, at seventeen years old, she ran away. Good for you. Um, she was taken into custody by the Utah police and given back to her dad. She said that he beat her to the point where she did not, she wasn't allowed to leave her room for multiple weeks until the bruises went away. Damn. And when they finally went away, they went to church and she went to the bathroom, walked out the church doors. She went and got on the subway express to Las Vegas and she has never spoken to her family since. Good for um, you. She changed her name. She has a family. She is, um, a part of the Satan church, the Satanist church, and I think you know what? Good for you, dude. Have you ever watched the show about that? No, you should. I watched it. Okay, random. I watched it going up to piece of trash's fucking uh court case up in Jackson. Uh huh. And uh, I wa and me and my mom watched it. Uh huh. Wild. Was it on who? I don't remember. I'm going to have to ask my mom for the name of it okay. because that shit was wild. They they made like a 30-foot fucking statue of Baphomet and so set fun. it on the on the like uh government grounds. Uh-huh. And like had this whole thing and it wild. Obviously, I had a lot of other shit going on in the day. That was a really good distractor. One of the main memories of the day. But, wild fucking show. When I get you the name of that, I... Yes. Oh, okay. So, she, she joined the Satanist church with her husband, and in 2017, her father was arrested for marrying his... Uh, spiritually marrying his niece that was 18 years old, and at the time, he was almost 60. What the fuck? So... Then we have Tracy. Tracy reached out and she she was more so wanting to give um, some light at the end of the tunnel. 
Understandable. She uh, was 14. Her mom was the first wife of the father. Yes. And it, was, it wasn't until she was 17 years old that the court battle ended. Her mom ended up taking her life shortly after the court proceedings because her sons decided to go back to the church and they stopped talking to her. Um, it's just her and her sister now. Both her and her sister uh, run groups in Las Vegas and in Idaho and Utah to help people escape polygamy. They work really hard to help other people escape it, but she wanted just to basically let other people know like it is hard. And if you truthfully want it, you have to go through the pain of freeing yourself from the people who you've always known. Well, and as a as a woman in that situation, it would be terrifying, for one. It would be. It would be terrifying. As a male, it would be a little bit different. I can understand, like, job security in that sense of situation, because that's what you would have. Yep. But as a woman, like, you have nothing. Yeah. Um, she did say that um, she was always proud of her mother. She wanted to say this for any mothers that could be listening to this and thinking about leaving for their children's sake. She said every day she misses her mom and she knows that the pain her mom went through her whole life. Cause her mom was raised in the um, church. She knows that the pain that her mom went through her whole life was because of the church. And she wants anybody that's looking, thinking about leaving to know that her and her sister's lives have changed tremendously. They have been able to receive therapy her sister had Down syndrome, um, and she was actually she was able to go to doctors. She was able to get medication. She was able to learn sign language because she was completely mute. Um, these are things that weren't her mother wasn't able to give them while they were a part of this cult. And she wants any mothers that are thinking about leaving, fathers that are thinking about leaving, to know that at the end of the day, it's going to be hard and it's going to be a battle, but your kids will be happier and your kids will be able to get thrive get the care that they need yeah those were the two anonymous um stories um words insights that i got um if anybody else wants to reach out please please feel free um i would love to know more this whole religion intrigues me my entire life i've been surrounded by just lds people and like i've known about fl i've known about the flds and all of that obviously but seeing it and seeing how close it is considering like you grew up down there my li- my siblings grew up down there uh-huh like this isn't that far away from where we are there's yeah. there's polygamous here yeah it's not even a three four hour drive away no so it's wild it's crazy um we wanted to shed some insight onto this our opinion crazy um <laughs> religion this crazy life that some people live and we wanted to also give people the chance to say their points on it uh we hope that you guys enjoyed the episode we are going to be doing some christmas themed episodes throughout december that should be excited about that um you guys can hit us up on our social medias you already know that i have a tiktok top notch swister 99 uh hashtag random Oh, wow, not random. Hashtag random contacts, the bitch, always the bitch. Hashtag always the bitch. <laughs> That's right. Um, If you could find her. If you, you can, can find her. me. 
Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at Random Contacts. Same with Instagram at Random Contacts. And our Gmail is randomcontacts9 at gmail.com. If you guys have anything to say about the episode, please feel free to get a hold of us on any of those. If you uh, know us personally, reach out. <laughs> you guys already know. If you guys want to shout out for your small business, you know where we're at, bitch. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys have a really good night. We're excited. We'll be back on the ninth. Have, have a good fun. one.